0: Right now, our headlines are being dominated by stories of the agents of chaos sowing discord, engaging in acts of iconoclasm, and the inevitable decline of stability and rise of utopian thinking that always accompanies societal decline. In short, a sort of madness has prevailed, clearly destroying the ability of people to think clearly. I'm frankly curious as to what the rest of the summer will bring, and especially as we get closer to the anniversary of the Miracle of the Sun. It's enough to leave a person confused. This has been the most memorable year in my recollection, though certainly in my lifetime there have been horrible events that shook the world. September of 2001 is an obvious example of that. But lest we forget, the affliction is still technically ongoing. And I say technically because, well, it seems to be abating, although in some places now there are reports that there is a resurgence of the affliction. So buckle up for the political response to that. A couple of weeks ago, before the agents of chaos and their Marxist activities dominated the headlines, I talked about doing a video on the example of what our billionaire tech CEO and philanthropist's past activities were and why you should be kept far away from any medical infrastructure. Today, we're going to talk about that. The case is that of Kenya and the inoculation program of 2014, led by the Billionaires Foundation and the, uh, shall we say, Planetary Wellness Organization. This case and its slipshod implementation, if you want to think of it that way, caused such a stir of controversy that it has come into the headlines again in our current crisis and the role that our billionaire tech CEO is playing in being a global leader in the response. The facts of the case are straightforward. His NGO, with the permission of governments of various countries, including Kenya and Nicaragua, among others, distributed inoculations against tetanus to the populations of these countries. These inoculations were contaminated with a chemical that had a supposed side effect, resulting in the infertility of at least half a million women in various countries of the developing world. This case has unfortunately not been given the serious scrutiny by researchers or policy planners that it deserves partially due to the sensitive nature of the subject, coinciding with the critical action being taken by his NGO to develop an inoculation that much of the world's population is likely to receive in the coming years, but it is worth exploring in brief here. The Kenyan bishops raise the alarm about this medicine. The Catholic Church in Kenya is responsible for operating approximately eighty percent of the hospitals and healthcare facilities in country, and as such would be a natural partner for the implementation of any major health program. The church directly employs the health professionals and owns the facilities necessary to make the implementation of this program significantly easier. The bishops released a statement about this program that raised serious concerns about it uh, or and of the billionaires' NGO and the Kenyan program. I'm going to quote that for you here. Quote Before the March and October 2014 mass tetanus shot campaign, the Catholic Church raised concerns about the safety of the medicine that was being used. This was informed by what happened in Mexico, Nicaragua, and the Philippines where the UN had conducted similar campaigns using tetanus toxioid impregnated with beta-HCG that causes production of antibodies against the natural HCG, resulting in permanent infertility. The mass anti-tetanus campaigns in Kenya in March and October 2014 were also sponsored by the United Nations and the Planetary Wellness Organization. The Catholic Church requested the Ministry of Health that the product be tested before use to ensure they were safe these requests were rejected by kenya's ministry of health subsequently the catholic church independently sampled nine medical vials from the two campaigns with some difficulty six of these vials were tested in five different laboratories in kenya one third of the vials were found to be laced with beta hcg and now that came from a peer-reviewed study so i didn't see it on your screen because the uh Copyright holders of those are much more protective of that than traditional news outlets are. Anyway, in other words, though, the medicine given to the poorest people in the world to protect them against tetanus was laced with an agent that causes infertility. And this medicine came from our billionaire tech CEO and philanthropist's mega-NGO that is coordinating the global response to current affliction. The document continues and lists methodological questions regarding laboratory results, Transparency with the Kenyan government and NGO partners and lack of communication with the church officials in the implementation of this program. When tested, the one third of the samples that tested positive for a toxin that caused infertility when administered, which had been the case in Nicaragua, Mexico and other Latin American countries previously. This claim that HGC was found in tetanus meds in Kenya has been verified by independent research through researchers this year. The Bishops' Conference released a press statement that coincided with the statement above leveling serious charges against the United Nations and, by extension, the billionaires' organization and similar nonprofit organizations that have as yet to be answered in a way that will satisfy the Bishops' Conference and watchdog groups, let alone whistleblowers. Quote, Information in the public domain indicates that Toxoid medicine laced with beta human chorionic gondotrim, B-HCG, subunit has been used again in the Philippines, Nicaragua, and Mexico to inoculate women against future pregnancy. Beta-HCG subunit is a hormone necessary for pregnancy. When administered as an inoculation to a non-pregnant woman, this beta-HCG subunit combined with tetanus toxoid develops antibodies against tetanus and HCG, so that if a woman's egg becomes fertilized, her own natural HCG will be destroyed, rendering her permanently infertile. In this situation, tetanus medication has been used as a sort of birth control method. The ongoing tetanus inoculation campaign bears the hallmarks of the programs that were carried out in the Philippines, Mexico, and Nicaragua. We are not certain that the meds being administered in Kenya are free of this hormone. The Catholic Church acknowledges that maternal and neonatal care is imperative in prevention of death. The Church, therefore, maintains that adequate and clear information is provided to the general public to avoid misinformation and propaganda in regard to the medicine. The sanctity of life and the dignity of the human person must always be priorities in health care, and the Catholic Church, in the absence of proper and adequate information, will not shy away from raising moral questions on matters affecting human life." There is an obvious lesson to be learned from this. The UN and the NGOs operating in Kenya and other countries should take care to promote medicine free of these contaminants, at least if they're finding tetanus is the real goal. And you can probably guess how I feel about that at this point. If that was the case, then it would be natural for the NGOs to work with the local bishops conference of any country where these meds are going to be administered. Then bishops control the majority of health infrastructure in a given country like they do in that one. Additionally, local authorities should be worked with whenever possible, at the very least to help alleviate concerns with absolute transparency when modern medicine and the technical aspects of administering medicine are not fully understood by the population of countries, as well as to ensure that there is no perception that the people there are being targeted for a new form of external control, as the bishops have alleged in Kenya. But that's the rub, isn't it? Was this really about tetanus, or was this about something else? the billionaire's NGO, is famous for promoting, shall we say, population reduction. Now, if you do a basic Google search for the name of the tech CEO and the philanthropist foundation, and the word population, followed, you know, by the word, I don't know, control, what you get are a whole lot of fact-checking websites saying that his role in all that is a myth. But you also get on the front page of the search results a link to this a public record of a grant given in 2000 in the amount of $450,000, which would be about 670000 today. What was it for? What they call population concern and family planning in South America. You know, Catholic countries. Hmm. As in, the spread of contraception, and an emphasis on promoting the ideologies that undermine the family, all of which have come. we have come to expect from the secular groups trying to replace the church more recently, And in 2018, our philanthropist warned of the population in Africa as a threat to the world in the future, and said that the way to prevent catastrophe was to spread contraceptions in Africa. I'm not really sure why he targets the poorest populations, which are called people, but who are called by people who have this strange political ideology, the most oppressed people because of global structures of inequality and unfairness. If that language sounds familiar... It should, because you hear it on the news a lot these days, and given that what seems like a lifetime ago, I used to be at least close in my thinking to some of those people before our blessed Lord came into my life, I know how to talk and think like people who unironically think like that. It's why if you follow me on Twitter or found my personal Facebook page, I go off on a lot of things I don't tend to talk about here. That $450,000 grant I mentioned isn't the only one they've provided either. The group that I call the International Temple of Medical Moloch That group, whose name claims they help parents plan their parenting life, receives grants from the tech CEO's foundation rather frequently. The international wing of the Temple of Medical Moloch Worship explicitly pushes their demonic practices on those same countries, Central and South American, African, you know, the poorest countries of the world, who are populated by the people that the founder of the Temple of Moloch openly said unrepeatable things about. It all makes you wonder just a little about their motives, or the fact that in America, at least, they place new temples in the neighborhoods of those dominating the headlines now. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Anyway, what we know is this. In Kenya, our tech CEO provided tetanus medication that caused mass infertility among women. That is undisputed, and is backed up by independent academic researchers. On my sources blog at returntotradition.org, you can find the sources for this story. Unfortunately, a few of them are peer-reviewed journal articles. If you can access them through a university database, you can read them for yourselves. I cannot legally provide you access to them or even show screenshots from their studies, as JSTOR and the other online databases are extremely protective of their materials. But you should be able to find the articles at least using Google Scholar and have a look at the abstracts and summaries for yourselves if you are so inclined. Anyway, let me know your thoughts on this, and remember, these are the same people leading the charge for the inoculation against the planetary affliction. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.